the last word on health on Today FM. With Benelin non-drowsy chesty coughs. Gets to work fast. Always read the label. So we're joined by Dr. Brian Higgins, GP from Galway Primary Care uh, for our weekly last word in health. And we're talking today about eardrum health. And this is an interesting one for me, Brian, because I'm sure there are some eagle-eared listeners who will have realized that I'm breathing very badly at the moment because of a very heavy head cold. Mm. But one of the things that it's done to me is it's like there's been a feeling in my ear for the last one of my ears for the last three days or so as if it's full of water. What has that got to do with having a head cold? So it, it could possibly be full of water. So when we're talking about the ear, um, it, it's really important to break down what we're talking about. So we have the, the outer ear of the pinna, which is just a bit of skin. It helps our ear catch sound. And then we have the canal from that down to the eardrum. We refer to that as the outer ear or the external auditory meatus, if you want to be fancy. And then we have the middle ear. And that's a little, the best way to think of it is a resonance chamber. So sound comes down that ear canal. It bounces off the eardrum that resonates inside this chamber. And then there's the inner ear, which is the almost the computer board, the sensor that turns that those sound waves into nerve impulses that go to the brain. So you can have problems with the ear anywhere along that pathway. Uh, what you're talking about is an issue with the middle ear. So that resonance chamber is a cavity. There's a few little bones in there, but it actually connects back to the, the nasopharynx, that big space behind the the nose. And when you have a nasty head cold, and there's definitely a, a terrible dose going around, we've had lots of people in sick with it um, and quite sick. But what happens is, is when you get an upper respiratory tract infection, it causes inflammation of the lining inside the nasopharynx, that, that space behind the nose. And what can happen is the small little tube between the resonate, that resonance chamber in the ear and the back of the throat can get blocked and what will happen is, is it can actually, you can just have a pressure in there and that'll stop the eardrum from moving. So it'll feel like your head, the, the ear is full of fluid and it might sound like you're underwater. The sounds are just a little bit muffled. Or what can happen is that the resonance chamber can actually fill up with fluid and that fluid can become, an, become infected and you can get a middle ear infection. Okay. And do you go to a doctor when this happens? Because I've had mine for the last few days. It seems to have cleared in the last few hours as the head cold seems to be lifting somewhat. Well, it depends on the cause. If you're somebody like me who suffers with hay fever, if the pollen count is high, my my nose is going to get quite stuffy and that could block up that little chamber. And I will find if I use an antihistamine and a steroid nasal spray, it'll open up those airways and relieve the symptoms. Other people can be very prone to ear infections. They might have a what we call eustachian tube dysfunction or the little drainage tube. The best, if you ever wonder what, what uh, if you're ever in an airplane and you need to pop your ears, what you're doing is you're opening the eustachian tube. And for some people that can be a little bit small or a little bit immature and it can cause them to be prone to getting more severe ear infections. So what I would say is if you have a blocked nose and the the ear feels a bit clogged, Absolutely. Try some uh, some uh, paracetamol, some ibuprofen and maybe ask your pharmacist about a decongestant nasal spray, which should only be used for a few days. And that might open up the nasal cavity, open up that eustachian tube and, and allow it the pressure before an infection occurs. But if it's progressive, if after a few days it's getting worse, 
it's getting very painful and you start to get a high temperature, that could mean there's what's called a secondary bacterial infection. So a little bacteria has gotten in there and it's growing and it's spreading and that ear can fill up with pus and it can be exquisitely painful in both adults and children. Something you mentioned there, just slightly off topic, but you mentioned that people are going into you because of head colds. Is mm. that, should a person go to a doctor because of a head cold? I mean, my wife said it to me about the possibility I should go up because I've been so miserable for the last few days. But my feeling is that it's a head cold. I know what it is. It'll pass. Well, I always think with viral infections, viral people sometimes refer to them as 24-hour bugs. They're really, if ever, 24-hour bugs. Usually if you have a viral um a head cold or a flu type illness usually gets worse over the first three days and then it starts to get better so you're sick monday worse tuesday worse on wednesday and then thursday you're feeling a little better friday a little bit better again if after three days you're not improving or you're getting progressively worse or you're having really high temperatures temperatures above 39.5 or 40 it's definitely worth checking with the checking in with your doctor but if you're just feeling a bit fluey it's lasting less than three days and paracetamol and ibuprofen are working like magic. There's probably not going to be a lot that your GP will be able to do for you. OK, go back to the ears for me. What's a burst eardrum? And if you get a burst eardrum, can that cause deafness? So a burst eardrum is something that can cause a lot of concern, especially for parents. So that little uh, resonance chamber. It comes up against the eardrum and the eardrum is just a tiny translucent transparent piece of skin it's so so thin and if that middle ear fills up with fluid and especially if it gets infected that build-up of pressure needs to needs to get out somewhere if you've ever seen a, a pimple burst it's kind of the same thing it just bursts through the area of least resistance which can be the eardrum and it can be actually a very helpful thing and great for pain relief now i'm not saying it should happen but if it does happen and you have a kitty with an ear infection and they're miserable the eardrum bursts, you'll see a little bit of pus and a little blood coming out of the ear and all of a sudden the child is in great form because that pressure is released and then infection is getting out. Now, um, most of the time you will recognise that, you will bring the child to the doctor and we'll usually diagnose a bacterial ear infection and get that child, or adult, on an antibiotic which will clear the infection and stop any serious damage from happening. And then usually that um, eardrum will just heal itself right up again because it's just a little bit of skin. So generally, one burst eardrum is not going to cause hearing loss for the vast majority of people. However, if it's untreated or if it's a case that someone gets recurrent ear infections, they're getting a lot of ear infections and there's a little bit of buildup of damage happening at each time they get an infection, it can affect their hearing in the long term. So recurrent ear infections are uncommon um, especially in adults, and should always be assessed by a doctor. Thank you very much, Dr. Brian Higgins, for joining us for our weekly Last Word in Health. The Last Word on Health on Today FM. With Benelin non-drowsy chesty coughs. Gets to work fast. Always read the label.